Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. April 18, 2020, the Data Not Dates edition. First up, uh, from J.D. Supra, Ballad Spar LLP law firm, a ruling that may resonate across the globe, the London High Court recently struck down three unexplained wealth orders that U.K. enforcement had hoped would foil an alleged money laundering scheme by Kazakh political elites. However, the court found that the government's government's evidence was insufficient to compel family members of the former Kazakh president to explain how they acquired approximately 80 million pounds worth of property in the United Kingdom. The court's order is detailed and it carefully parses some potentially eyebrow-raising facts regarding the players and properties embroiled in this saga. But the clear point of contention between the court and UK enforcement authorities comes down to some basic questions in all global money laundering enforcements. If corporate structures are complex and potentially opaque, is that necessarily a strong sign of underlying illegality? The court seems to answer the question in the negative. This is a huge setback for uh, money laundering investigators. Uh, from the Wall Street Journal, Mingi Singh at the Risk and Compliance Journal, uh, FACTA, or rather the Financial Action Task Force, has told South Korea that it needs to significantly improve its fight on money laundering, specifically around preventing public officials from laundering bribes and to solidify its ability to freeze assets of persons and entities blacklisted by the UN. While the country has a good grasp of the financial misconduct it faces, um, it said that the problem with money laundering is ongoing and the company needs to address its gaps in regulations. So uh, a little spank there for South Korea. Uh, next up, in uh, what can only be said is uh, a, a blast of sanity, the NBA commissioner Adam Silver says that uh, the decision on when to reopen the NBA will be made uh, on data, not on dates. So it's interesting that uh, one of the world's, if not the world's biggest sporting leagues, uh, is basing its decisions on whether to reopen on facts, uh, not hyperbole, as the Trump administration and the beloved governor of the great state of Texas. So the NBA will uh, hopefully get back at some point. It's unclear whether that will mean playing in front of fans or playing in front of uh, empty stadiums, arenas, or even gyms. So, But it's heartening to see that someone is willing to uh, base their decision on data. And then finally, from the uh, Stanford Law Review, who has probably the best data set of FCPA cases going, um, the announcement of an enforcement action by the Securities and Exchange Commission against the Italian company uh, ENI Energy Company for um, entering into sham contracts with me- intermediaries to assist in obtaining contracts in Algeria with the Algerian state-owned energy company. Saipam was the subsidiary of ENI, which was engaged in the uh, corrupt actions. And uh, ENI, of course, is a multiple 
uh, FCPA uh, offender now. So the cease and desist order really uh, builds upon prior violations of ENI. So big FCPA case 24. I hope you have checked out my new podcast on compliance and coronavirus that I started uh, to bring sanity and clarity to the compliance practitioner. I am having as diverse a input of stories that I can uh, from successfully working at home to navigating compliance during the difficult times and a wide variety of others. So check out Compliance and Coronavirus. It uh, comes up Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9 a.m. on the Compliance Podcast Network. You're staying safe, self-distancing, and isolating during this time. Thank you for listening. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.